Single shot. Hey guys, it's Tabitha. And I'm Katie. Welcome to Single Shot 15. Um, I've lost we count had- of shots. <laughs> uh, we actually had other plans for tonight, but then we saw some news uh, about the freaking Zodiac Killer. Um, so we're not going to go over, uh, but we're not going to go over the murders themselves since this is just a sh- single shot. But probably in future episode, we will go in more in depth yeah. in that. So if you don't know who the Zodiac Killer is, then I don't know what you've been doing with your life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but first of all, I just want to say um, thank you guys to all our patrons. Normally, our single shots episodes are for our patrons only. But since we just celebrated our one year, we decided for the month of October, we would just make all of our episodes this month accessible to everyone. So if you're mm-hmm. listening and you're new and you've never listened to us before, these are kind of more of our I hate to say casual because let's be honest, they're all pretty casual. But these are extra casual. Some of our more extra casual <laughs> mini sods, you could say. These are our beachwear episodes. Yeah, this is the one where I just <laughs> talk about whatever. <laughs> Seriously. Talk about my feelings. <laughs> Nothing factual. <laughs> no, but you know, normally our episodes are regular episodes. We go into a lot of details. We go into the childhood of a lot of the killers that we discuss and everything like that. But in these single shots, we usually like to talk about current news and things happening, and we did have a really good current news story that I was going to tell you guys about, which we will do that probably yeah, for our next, next uh, single shot, but there's a guy who got arrested in Texas, and he's like a serial killer, and he's killing people for religious beliefs, and you should totally look him up. Anyways, we're going to talk about the Zodiac Killer because that's all that anyone can talk about today, so if you don't know who the Zodiac Killer, brief little history without going into detail. He was a serial killer who murdered in the 1960s in Northern California in the San Francisco Bay Area. And he would do, um, it's really hard actually to pinpoint which murders he did and didn't do. There's, there's, I think, five, maybe six now, I guess they're saying, confirmed murders that he did do. But there's a lot of other murders out there that they think maybe he did do or didn't do. But the thing. Oh, oh, go ahead. Sorry. My apologies. <laughs> no, after you, dear. Oh, after you. I'll take a, I'll take a drink of my beer here. Anyway. He was famous for writing letters to the police. And yeah. And one of them, he said that he killed like 37 people. So if that's true or not, you know, who knows. But yeah. I have been confirmed. And he would write in code. And so mm-hmm. that's, I think, why the media is so mesmerized with him. Because he's just this self-proclaimed serial killer basically if you're gonna be a murderer you gotta have a thing this thing is letters this thing is letters and, you know, and like fun fact guys the first letter that because they would basically publish a lot of these codes in the papers to try and get other people to help them solve it because the police were like dispatchers <laughs> <laughs> bro <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But fun fact, guys, if you're a local, uh, our local Selena's hometown, uh, there was a, a local high school teacher. Him and his wife were the the people who deciphered the first letter. So, so take respect. that second most least educated town in the United States. Is it? <laughs> yes. I didn't know that. The <laughs> <Yeah>. what? Represent. <laughs> Represent. <laughs> Highest crime rate, what up? That's probably why. So we're winning in two categories. (laughs) Yeah. 
But yeah, look good old oh, Salinas, North Salinas High School. So it's kind of a fun fact there. Um, but yeah, he murdered mainly in the San Francisco Bay area, Napa County, that whole area there. And then we think there's one in Southern California. So, and then, yeah, it's just been this constant like thing for the last now 60 years, I guess you could actually, yeah. um, yeah. that no one has known who he is or anything. And I mean, I don't know if you guys saw the most dangerous animal. It was like a FX series. Did you watch that Katie? No. It's actually really I interesting, but it's also kind of depressing because basically this guy, he realizes he was adopted or something like that, and he thinks that his dad was the Zodiac Killer, his, like, biological dad, and so he goes mm-hmm. into, like, all this crazy, like, hunting and, you know, everything. Like, it's super, like, obsessed with it. He ends up destroying his life, actually, because he's so obsessed with it, and then it turns out it's not, but there's some other theories, so you should watch it because... um his father still was like a criminal and did something. So pretty interesting. Check it out. It's on FX. So nice, nice. But anyways, like we said, so we're gonna talk about some current news of Zodiac Killer. So obviously we had to change course and talk about what's going on right now. So we're just gonna break down what's in the news as of today. I was telling Katie that I was. I literally opened my Instagram for a second today, and it's it's so bad that Instagram is, like, sometimes where you get your news <laughs> from. <laughs> Breaking news. But normally I have, like, Google alerts and things like that that I'll read and stuff. But today I just happened to open my phone, and there was uh, an article someone posted about Zodiac Killer identity discovered. And I was like, wait, what? So I immediately started Googling. And I was just like, what the heck? <laughs> is this real? Is this... Is this true? <laughs> I know. I I was just trying to read it, like, at work without being seen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm working. <laughs> They're like, um, Zodiac Killer has nothing to do with your job. Yes, it does. <laughs> yeah. Well, my job is so slow right now. Like, all summer long, I, I would actually go, like, the entire day without even looking at my phone because I was just so busy at work. But the last two weeks, it's been kind of like... Like I have, I have a lot of shit to do at work, but it's nothing is like uh, urgent like it was all season. Yeah. So now sometimes I'm just like, wait, what was I doing again? Oh yeah, that's right, I'm doing this. <laughs> so. I'm working on an exhibit right now, so I actually have a lot to do. But you know, sometimes things <laughs> things need to take front row. <laughs> that's what yeah. This was. But um, yeah. So yeah. So this is gonna be <laughs> probably a case that. I imagine will be broken down and discussed probably the next few days, weeks, months. So, and if you're listening to this or by the time you're listening to this, I guarantee there will already be more information than what we have right now. So, yeah. So I got to make two announcements. <laughs> One, I know I said somewhere in the past episode that I would die happy if the Zodiac Killer was ever revealed during my lifetime. <laughs> so if this is it, I can officially die happy now. Take me tomorrow. I'm not but kidding. Not, but, well, we'll discuss. Um, <laughs> also, I really need to formally apologize to my childhood neighbor, um, Mr. Anderson. I know I've also talked about this before. I thought you were the Zodiac when I was like 12 or 13, and I was really scared of you, and I'm so sorry for that, because obviously it wasn't you. Um <laughs> And that was Rick. just my childhood <laughs> fantasy. Fantasy? <laughs> you're fantasizing that your your neighbor's a serial killer? 
because then I thought like, okay, well, what if I discovered he was the Zodiac killer? Yeah. This is what I was thinking was of when I was 12 years old. It was definitely me and my tools from a cereal box. <laughs> he was always out guardian- gardening and his garden beds just looked like bodies. And so I was always like... <laughs> I had a very overactive imagination and you know, Mr. Anderson, I'm sorry for that. I know he's dead by now. Cause he was like ancient when I was 12, but I, I hope you're finally resting. In peace. Well, here's the thing. So, I mean, I think if we lived in like Arizona or Tennessee or something that we probably wouldn't ever think things like that, but because we live within two hours of where the Zodiac killer was, you yeah, know. I was in Prunedale, Mom. What a nice retirement community for an old man. <laughs> Prunedale, a nice retirement community. Yeah, I don't know about that. But prunes. <laughs> there's no prunes in Prunedale. I know. Um, it got its name Prunedale because they tried to create it into like the person who owned the land of Prunedale um, planted tons of different prune trees and they all failed, but then they still called it Prunedale. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> That sounds like a lot of our history here. Uh, But because because the Zodiac Killer took place so close to where we were, I think that was always this weird thing that a lot of people grew up with, I would say, or even thought, not not like everyone thought in the back of their head that their weird neighbor is a Zodiac Killer. I mean, I think that's pretty normal. But... It's a question that a lot of people have wondered for a really long time. And so I do think that sometimes people would look at if they fit the age um, of the Zodiac Killers. I mean, there have been so many, uh, so many suspects for this guy, right? So I mean, people have like turned in their dads or brothers or neighbors or just the weird guy at the grocery store and being like, it could be him, you know, so kind of one of those things we grew up with that so. weirdos buy duct tape yeah i was <laughs> i am okay well, well we'll go ahead and dive into this a little bit and then we can discuss more actually yeah so we'll get the, through it and then we'll talk yeah <laughs> it's your favorite thing right yes so the case breakers it's a really creative name <laughs> it sounds like literally like a whole bunch of old people being like the case breakers well that's yeah. exactly what they are that's so cool i know but it's like they could have thought of something else. The case breakers. <laughs> this would be like the Hardy Boys or, you know, whatever. So they sound they... like a geriatric superhero team. <laughs> let's, let's calm down. So <laughs> they are a group of retired detectives, cops, journalists, and military intelligence workers. So they got street cred. So, you know, they got a little thing to back them up and stuff. And this is like what they do in their fun time. <laughs> so they're not YouTubers. <laughs> They're not YouTubers or podcasters, which, you know, sometimes those guys do help solve cases. I'm not saying that every internet sleuth does, though. Uh, But these guys are the real deal. They They actually have access to a lot of stuff that we don't have access to. And they've been working on the Zodiac Killer case with some other cold cases. So they don't just work on this one. They're not just this obsessed dark room Zodiac Killer crew. (laughs) But, um... (laughs) They've been looking at a lot of other cold cases and stuff just to see if there's anything that's been missed and to bring fresh eyes and resources to the murders. I mean, I don't know about the word fresh eyes as they are in their <laughs> 60s or whatever. <laughs> Some fresh glasses to the, to the senior. And so, and resources just to the murders. So the Zodiac Killer, like I said, has officially been connected to five murders 
but the case breakers believe that he's also connected to another murder that happened in Southern California, which is 18-year-old Sherry Jo Bates. Uh, she was found murdered in an alleyway in Riverside City. There was a college campus there on Halloween night, 1966. <laughs> it's terrible. I'm sorry about that. Sorry about that, Cheryl. Sherry. Really <laughs> Sherry. <laughs> Whatever. Carol. <laughs> Drink another beer. Stop. <laughs> oh uh, rest God. in peace, girl. Anyways, um, so this was two years before the murders began in the Bay Area, which kind of makes sense. I mean, if he, you know, usually killers, they don't just start full-on fledged killing spree, whatever, or something like that. Mm -hmm. So if he had known this girl and killed her and then ended up relocating or something like that and then, you know, killing in the Bay Area, makes sense. So... The Riverside police were sent a Zodiac-esque type of letter the following year, but, uh, and, and this one, correct me if I'm wrong, it was in 1967 they were sent the letter, right? Yes. Yeah, okay, so they were sent the letter a year later saying that I had, that he, the Zodiac had, uh, killed Sherry? <laughs> yes, Sherry? Sherry? Sherry Joe Bates. Sherry Joe Bates. Um, yeah, but, they call it. I think they call it like the Riverside poem or something like that. Yeah, I actually called. remember. I've read it. Yeah. Uh, Do you I, have I it know. on you right now? Um. Oh yeah, I keep it in my pocket, folded up. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> Do you have that on you? <laughs> you don't have it on you. <laughs> oh wait. It's I right meant it here like, in my pocket. <laughs> no, I knew what you meant. I just had like to. maybe you would have had it ready to go, knowing that we're recording. I, this. I have it. I have it. So it says "sick of living slash unwilling to die, cut clean, um, if red clean, blood spurting, dripping, spilling, all over her new dress. Oh well, it was red anyway. Life dra draining into an uncertain death. She won't die this time." Someone will find her. Just wait till next time. R.H. Weird. And that's what that says. That's what that says. <laughs> now, here's a weird part. In 2016, this is now 50 years later, uh, the police receive a second letter saying, oh, I wrote that letter way back then. I did it as a sick joke. Um, yeah, that that's not really the Zodiac Killer. Kind of weird. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, so the police yeah. determined that no, the Zodiac Killer did not kill Miss Bates. So that's where they left it at because someone wrote a letter saying, yeah, that letter I wrote 50 years ago was actually a lie. Which is like, yeah. why would anyone do that? <laughs> well, I mean, people are sickos, but they... Uh, <laughs> it's like his deathbed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm writing now. The turn of the tide. Um, so the case breakers think that the Bates murder, um, was a Zodiac murder. And then they also found a 1975 FBI file, um, that had been sent to Riverside police. And that also lists Bates as one of the Zodiac's victims. Um, but Riverside police won't compare DNA from her case to the case breakers, um, you know, number one suspect. Um, and the case breakers are like, you know, they're just being arrogant and they don't want to admit that they were wrong or that they didn't find something. Which could hold be on, hold on. So, 
the casebreakers sent DNA to the Riverside police and the Riverside don't want to compare it because they think the casebreakers are arrogant? No, no, no. They just don't think they were wrong and they don't think that the Bates murder has anything ah, to do with the Zodiac Lair. So the casebreakers so case case are saying the Riverside are arrogant. Yes, ah, yes. Okay. And not wanting to admit that they missed something or they were wrong or whatever. So they're just, you know, they're having the fights with themselves. Yeah. Um, so the casebreakers' number one suspect is Air Force veteran um, Gary Francis Post, um, who at the time of the Bates murder was in the area. Um, he was receiving medical um, a medical checkup at a hospital that was just 15 miles away from the scene of the crime earlier the same day of the murder. So suspicious. Yeah, don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. <laughs> yes. Also, it's just kind of like, well... Wasn't he getting, uh, he was getting a medical checkup. It wasn't just like a regular medical checkup. It was it's for a, like a gun accident. Yeah. It was like a gun yeah. shot wound or something like that. So mm-hmm. it's like, hmm, I just happened to getting my Starbucks around the corner. I must be <laughs> the murder suspect. <laughs> so other no. evidence, they say, um, at Bates crime scene. And every time I say Bates, I just think of Bates from Downton Abbey. <laughs> Mr. Bates. So maybe I'll call her Cherry, <laughs> Sherry, Sherry, Sherry. Other girl. evidence at Sherry's crime scene was a military style boot print, which is the same style and same size as those found at Zodiac crime scenes, which Post owned a pair of those boots. Um, there's also a paint splattered watch that was found at the scene during this time. And just so happens that Post was a house painter. And the other evidence is that Post had a very um, specific type. He had scarring on his face that uh, matched the Zodiac's descriptions. It's very like a distinct scarring on his forehead. And so they think that that's like another piece of evidence. And then the last one is um, that... <clears> that his name they linked it to one of the zodiac letters so they took each letter in his name out of the letter which i guess created a new message but that message hasn't been made public yet so i don't know really know how that so all works curious about that so you know every they check out every g a r y whatever in the the letter and it made a new message but i want to know like if it's actually saying something or if it's like some stupid gibberish and they're just like look <laughs> it's like drink your oval tea or something dumb i don't know but like i want to i want to know i want to know can you show, can you show me, me? <laughs> great disney soundtrack um, so since releasing this information, some people who knew Post come, um, he died in 2018, by the way, so he he's gone. like 80 something years old. Oh, he was ancient, so, um, some people who knew him have come forward saying that they, you know, they believe it, um, which they always come out of the woodwork. So, um, a neighbor said that Post was very controlling and abusive towards his wife. And then a Vietnam veteran named Hans Smith said he helped a man. It's a very who, suspicious name. I know. <laughs> um, said that he had helped relocate a man who had claimed to have escaped from some sort of gang that was led by Post. Um, and that that man had told him that he had saw. Oh, my God. <laughs> that that man had told Smith that he had seen Post bearing murder weapons. So this is like all like third hand knowledge. <laughs> 
Um, and then another woman named Michelle, um, whose name was, uh, her last name was withheld, said she was the common law wife to Post's son. And that during the time that they were together, Post had harassed her along with a group of his friends and like had like followed her and damaged her car and stuff like this. That, And then that his group was made up of young men without father figures. And he and Post had kind of like stepped into that role as a father. Um, and then she had also said that even though he was dead, people were still afraid to like turn on him and he had some sort of power over them. So pretty weird stuff. <laughs> And if we want to get into all the conspiracy theories and Reddit board yes. crazy trails and all that fun stuff, yeah. um, the Reddit boards say that someone back in 2017 posted anonymously that Gary Post was a Zodiac and that it had been shared on Twitter. A post on a message board in 2018 by a man named Glenn Barnes also claims that Post is a Zodiac killer and says that the RH appearing on the letter sent to the Riverside Police in the 60s stands for Rodney Hamlin, which was Post's business partner. Business partners. I cannot talk today. Partner. Barber. <laughs> with his painting company. When his painting company was called Pine Mountain Painting Company. Yes. So I didn't see the... the, the, the I can't even say it. See, we can't tweet. talk. The I couldn't see the tweet from 2018. Um, but I did see th that post from Glenn Barnes, and it was like something simple, like the Zodiac Killer's name is Gary Francis Post, and the RH in the Riverside poem stands for Rodney Hamlin, his best friend, or like something like that. So I don't know what that was about. But um, so what we know about Post himself, he was Not apparently much. living <laughs> in, I know, he was living in Groveland, California, which is a really tiny town on the way to Yosemite. Um, like tiny as in there's less than 650 people living there. Um, I also found an arrest record from him from 2016. What was um, it for? Oh, I'll tell you. Oh. <laughs> so, he was born in 1938. Um, he had blue eyes, six feet tall. Um, and it has his address on there too. So I looked at his house, but I'm not going to say where it is. Cause I think his wife probably still lives there. Um, or at least some family member cause it wasn't up for sale and hadn't been since the seventies. <laughs> the, um, the arrest at two bedroom, one bath though. Um, the, the arrest was for a corporal injury to a spouse. So spousal abuse. Um, and this was from 2016. So, you know, it wasn't long before he died and still like, you know, if he wasn't the Zodiac, he was a real douche, so I, I don't feel bad sharing this information. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so I mean that checks out with that neighbor who said that he was abusive to his wife. Um, I have was arrested to say for it in 2016. That I don't think I'm gonna believe anyone's the Zodiac killer unless DNA confirms it. Yeah. Like 100%. Just, I'm just Especially kind of like... Especially because this guy's dead. This guy's <laughs> dead. And yeah. also, it's just, to me, uh, the scarring thing seems to be one of their biggest pieces of evidence. Yeah. And I'm just like, really? A lot of people have scars. Like, I mean, a lot of people have scars. And I don't think that's enough sketches for me. are not always very accurate, you know? No, honestly, the sketch doesn't look like him. So... Um, I don't think it looks like When I look him. at the sketch, I see forehead lines on, you know, like an aging person. I don't see yeah. distinct scars. No. So I'm a little bit like... Mm, yeah. I the biggest thing for me 
right now is I really want to see what that letter says after they remove those the letters of his name. Yeah. Because if it makes out something that's like legible and actually makes sense, that would be a big one for me because you would have to know his full name to get well, you know that message. Isn't but, in one of the letters doesn't he say my name is in this letter? I, I could, don't remember. I'm gonna have to we'll look, have that, to look up. that up. Um but yeah, I, I mean, DNA evidence is key. And I know that they're getting so good with DNA evidence that they should be able to get something. Um, and that will be what confirms it. What's annoying, I mean, the news always does this, but it's annoying. It's all, all the headlines are all Zodiac Killer found, Zodiac Killer identity revealed. And I'm just like, it really hasn't been yet. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. So this was sure. says, says, this is a Zodiac speaking. By the way, have you cracked the last cipher I sent you? My name is, and then there's like random, like letters stuff. and stuff. Yeah. So what if his name is in there? I don't mm. know. Wait, get, they gotta let it out. All I know is, I'm still on the fence on if this is real or not. Yeah. But I do have to say that the fact that so many credible news sources have picked this up, and it does come from a legitimate group of very experienced detectives you know journalists like we said military like everything um yeah it's promising it's yeah yeah i'm more likely to believe that than netflix (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah um who knows it's always very frustrating though when they do discover that someone is a killer or a murderer and they're dead I know. Like, sweet, sweet justice was finding the Golden State Killer. Yeah. That was just, like, yes. That made 2020 better. (laughs) Yes. The one thing I hope. That was seeing your rotten jail. (laughs) Yeah. Even though he only got, like, a year left, but still. (laughs) He's he's on his way out. But at least he got punished while he was alive and everybody you know knew it was him yeah and there's some sort of justice for all those poor women and and men but um this guy you know he got to go live his life and go to the grave if, if it it's was him. him yeah if it's him um I don't know, but I do love how you said, like, so there's, like, neighbors. I watched, like, one um, news clip today on FX, I think it was, or I think it might have been CNN, actually, and it was this guy that was, like, a neighbor, apparently, and he looked like he was in his early 30s. He was like, yeah, I always had suspicions. (laughs) Yeah, right. I think they always uh, have suspicions after the fact. I always said, oh, God, what was that? For their 15 minutes of fame, it's like when the Golden State Killer was caught and the neighbors behind him were like, yeah, he just always gave us creepy vibes. We we called him creepy old man. I'm like, oh, how original. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like the, um, (laughs) what am I thinking of? The ancestors in Mulan. That Mulan was a troublemaker from the start. (laughs) (laughs) I knew it. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, right. (laughs) So, and I'm like, I'm not going to say that he probably did if it was him. And I mean, this guy seems like a piece of work anyway. He probably did do some stuff. But when people probably. are like, I got a bad feeling. Or maybe about he him, was like, responsible really? for the Sherry murder, but maybe he's not our full on um, Zodiac killer. Zodiac yeah. killer. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, who so that's there. the news today, guys. 
Yep. I'll, we'll keep you updated probably on Instagram um, of new information. And um, what do we have any other updates? Part two of Ed Kemper is coming next yes. week. Yes. Listen to um, part one if you haven't heard it yet. I know the beginning is pretty long. Sorry about that. <laughs> it was our one year. <laughs> Give us a break. Just skip the first yeah. 10 minutes. <laughs> And our, um, I know we keep teasing you guys about the giveaway, but I'm actually going to post that today. So we'll have sweet, that sweet. ready to go. We have a shop now. So go buy our shit. Yeah. Go um, buy some merch. Some really cool pins, honestly. Oh, like little pins lapel are so pins cool. are really cool. So yeah. Yeah. Do that. You'll, you'll look better wearing one. Yes. And Brian Laundry's still missing. Yes. Um, but Dog the Bounty Hunter's on it now. So. <laughs> I have no doubt he'll be found anytime soon. <laughs> we'll see about that. Uh, uh yeah. yeah gosh <laughs> i when i saw that i was like dude oh my god this this case just took a whole other level and also we still want to know information about the two women that were brutally murdered in moab so yeah i don't can't think forget they're... about them like if you know you or anyone you know was camping in the area like there are definitely resources and people to contact for that so they're still trying to figure out who did that it's very important yeah but yeah that's our week um that's all i got to say (laughs) (laughs) that's all i got too all i got all i got we had a great time watching last podcast uh on the left live last week that was a lot of fun for us to see you know they're kind of one of the podcasts that i think got us into podcasts or a true crime podcast so at least for me they got me into that and so it was cool to see them live. Um, ben Kissel is a giant. <laughs> I know. I know. And Henry's even more of a little goblin than I thought. <laughs> but in a good way. I say that yeah. very lovingly. Oakland was cool. Oakland was fun. Um, probably a little bit too much of that Tahoe blue. <laughs> Dude. Dude. <laughs> oh, man. It. So I actually that night traffic was the worst like oakland is really not that far away from where i live it's like it should only take me an hour to get there but with the way traffic has been lately it took me like three hours three and a half hours i think to get there on friday but that was just obviously during traffic time but then even on saturday it took me two and a half almost three hours to get home i was just like this is fucking ridiculous but that night i was gonna go home but then i ended up staying out until like five in the morning (laughs) drinking again (laughs) and i was like this is my life (laughs) yeah gotta do what you gotta Gotta do do what you gotta do man it's been a hard (laughs) summer so let's give us some slack but yeah all right guys well this has been a single shot and like we said these episodes are normally just for our patrons and they're just little fun minisodes so oh you know what i was gonna say today apparently if you're listening in Mongolia, can you, like, DM us and say hi? Because apparently we're number seven in Mongolia, and I don't know what that means. Really? Yeah. So, oh. really, really weird. And I don't know if it's, like, something messed up in the background. Dude, can you hear Luna going fucking nuts <laughs> back here? Hey! Yep. <laughs> Chill the fuck out. Sorry, y'all. That was my cat going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm choosing not to edit this out. <laughs> but 
anyways, Mongolia, what up? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, seriously, if you're listening to us in Mongolia, thank you for making us in the top 10 and message (laughs) us, please. I want to, I will, yeah, seriously. Anyways, y'all have a great weekend and a wonderful Thursday, and we'll catch you on the a flip side. Happy New Year. Okay. Happy one. <laughs> <laughs>